You're listening to Cast Season 6, Cluster A, for Episodes 1, 2, and 3. I am one of your newbies, Paul Mackey, along with my lovely wife, Darcy. Well, hello. In our living room in Duluth, Minnesota. And we are also joined by our other newbie, Yvette. Hey, y'all. Hello. And we've got our experts in Texas. We've got John Pavlich. Greetings. And Annie. Hello. And no guests for these three episodes. So this is our first cluster recording since we did our omnibus at the very beginning of season one to to get the podcast rebooted uh but if you have listened to that episode it'll be somewhat similar to that in the way that we have uh structured things so uh if everyone's ready we can just uh ask john to tell us about episode one all right season six episode one exile on main street While attempting to live a normal life, Dean gets pulled back into hunting when he discovers not only is Sam back from the dead, but he's working with their grandfather and other family members on their mother's side. All right. Uh, So uh, what we're going to look at first is what everybody liked the best. What was your personal high point of the episode? And I may as well start since uh, since I'm already speaking right now. And I would say my personal high point is Sid. I really liked Sid. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is the co-worker that, uh, that Dean has been working with and living next door to for the past year or so. And uh, he's a hoot. I like him. Yeah. I, I think I, every yeah. once in a while one of these character actors will come in and be the guests, guests uh, for the week. And, uh, and I really enjoy them. Yeah, he only had like a couple of scenes, but he was memorable. And he was memorable enough and likable enough to where like, you know, when, his, when he and his family get attacked... Uh, towards the end of the episode it's like oh no you know like i actually kind of felt bad for them you know um and i and i and i did think because you know it's been a long time since i've uh watched this and and you know the part of the reason why we're doing these in clusters is because season six is is a little (laughs) it's not just that's uh, in depth that's the noise it's 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 a little little, yeah yeah. um (laughs) and uh and i remember uh, when I originally watched uh, this episode, I live tweeted about it, and I remember much of it sort of going in one in one ear and out the other. And uh, so I actually revisiting this, I was like, I wonder if they'll pull it, you know, like a a twist, a bit of a cliche where like Sid will be the, you know, like the bad guy that has inserted himself into into Dean's life. That's actually, you know. Uh, like up to no good, um, and then it turned out uh, it wasn't the case. It was the uh, the 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 waitress um, that uh, that left uh, her number with Dean. Mm-hmm. But um, my uh, honestly, my my best part of the episode was the opening montage um, with I think it was uh, a Bob Seger song. Yeah, I think it was. But um, I thought it was really well done. 
uh, and it did a nice job of like easing us into just like you know this is Dean's life now and this is what what he's been up to and and what things are like for him um and and it, honestly like it was kind of everything it was kind of downhill after that you know <laughs> like I was I was like oh that was really really well done like it's but it's not going to get any better in the next you know 40 minutes or whatever <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Darcy, what did you like best? I thought... Oh, sorry. Let's go somewhere else. Go ahead. Let's go ahead. I thought that it looked really good. Like, I don't know if they changed something about the way it's filmed, but I thought that it looked all right. That was my favorite part. It yeah. looked okay. Were they operating outside, <laughs> were they o- operating outside of house style for, for the Dean in normal life situation? Um, I... It looked like it wasn't as gritty or something, right? You know, Maybe that's um, it. It, that's did, a, it looked brighter. They they do that like starting this season. They sort of leave that you know sort of washed out old aesthetic behind a little bit, mm-hmm. and it starts to get a little brighter. Well, I've no, I it was it was something I noticed in uh, in actually the third episode. Um, I was like, oh, this is a bit more saturated and feels a bit more cinematic. So I'm wondering if maybe they did in fact uh, upgrade their their camera equipment. Hmm. Yeah, it looked good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Darcy, what did you like best? Uh, I liked the new Scoopy gang. Okay. <laughs> That's. I thought that was a nice thing. I like okay. that that addition. More people to think about. Sure. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. What do you mean interesting? Well, we'll go into it later. <laughs> <laughs> Will we? Yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. Opinion no. spoilers. <laughs> What's wrong? I like this game. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Annie, what about you? Um, I also really like the opening montage. I think it it does a really good job of you know sort of contrasting the um the way that Dean is attempting to move on with the way he's not really succeeding at that. Um. But for me, I think my personal high point, because to me, the show is all about, you know, the relationship between the brothers is when Dean sees Sam again uh, and sees that he's alive. And there's that really strange, awkward hug. And then the moment is like immediately ruined. But, you know, that the bro hug, the, the reunion is my my high point, I think. OK. And Yvette? Sure, you did her. Did you? Yeah, we were looking for John. I like the way it looked. Oh, the way it looked. Okay, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Paul's, That's Paul's it. already halfway into a beer. I am not halfway into a beer. Oh, I am maybe halfway into a beer, but... <laughs> so, wait. So, this is not about something that we liked, but it was, like, a general question. Did Castiel's voice change? He sounded different to me somehow. He wasn't in this episode, but... Uh... <laughs> oh, wait. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm That's projecting right. the future. Sorry about that. Sorry. I can't since I watched them all in one swoop. You yeah, know, well, we they all blended together. That's true. Um, I, I'll, I'll, I'll just yes. no. He's he's still the same old Cass. It sounded weird to me. It anyway. sounded affected to me, like he was trying to be gruff. Mm-hmm. Was forcing, That's what forcing I the gruff a little but... harder for the for the first episode back. Yeah. yeah. He's just he's always sounded like that. It's I don't know what to tell the, you. The overcoat. <laughs> he's got to do the McGruff thing, right? <laughs> yeah. That's true. Is that right? Castiel wants to take a bite out of crime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, yeah, never, I've never heard something. him interviewed, but I'm sure he doesn't talk that way when he's not in character. <clears throat> Misha, I mean. No, yeah, no, he's a really he, pleasant voice. Yeah, his, vo- his voice is a bit uh, smoother. 
uh, in real life. So it's probably it's probably a lot like um, Jensen Ackles. You know, he has to he adopts a, a deeper voice when he's playing that character. All right, who's got a who's got a personal low point burning a hole in their pocket? I just I gotta say, Sam saying no to Dean's car. Like that just that really pissed me off. Yeah, like what? How dare you? Like, really? Yeah, like like <laughs> I, I felt mm-hmm. personally offended. Like I was just like, I just no, excuse you. Like, <laughs> take the damn car. Um, I didn't like um the the whole thing with like the lady and the son and. I just didn't feel affected by it at all. Like I know we were supposed to sort of believe that Dean had settled into this like happy life and now he's getting pulled out of it. But I was just like, whatever, this life seems boring. He didn't look, I I just didn't, he didn't. I was like, whatever, like he wouldn't be happy doing this. Why are we even trying to pretend? Right. Yeah. And then for me, uh, kind of the same thing. I was, I was pissed off that he stayed. I was like, what, what are you doing? This is not. Pissed off that he stayed in one place. Yeah. He's a he's a man of the road. Yeah, I see. My personal low point. This isn't you, Dean. Yeah, that's right. My personal low point. I don't like the Campbells. <laughs> I don't like. Uh, yeah, I don't need. <laughs> oh, the Scooby I don't like, Gang. I do not like uh, Grumpy Parker Lewis. I don't particularly as much as <laughs> as much as I like Mitch Pileggi. I didn't like uh, Samuel being back, and I didn't, I didn't like his character. No, uh, you you. You'd think a guy who could never lose would be a bit more chipper. Yeah. Yeah, Grumpy Parker Lewis. Corky, Corky seemed a little down. <laughs> but there's a Scooby gang. But they're like the goth Scooby gang. They're like yeah, yeah, the um, very dour Scooby yeah, gang. Yeah, I've been listening to the Smiths a lot. Feel pretty bad <laughs> What's the lady's name? Oh. The girl uh, Campbell? Gwen. Yeah. yeah. Gwen. Gwen. Yeah. She was especially egregious. Like, I always want more female characters, but oof. <laughs> well, she had that mom Yikes. hair going. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've had, we've had, we've had two episodes with them so far, and there's just, I just, there's not enough there for me. Like, there's, there's like little things of like, oh, this, you know, this guy wants a kid. I was like, what else you got? This guy doesn't talk much. Okay, what else you got? <laughs> like, and I know that they've seeded in things where we're not supposed to necessarily trust them or wonder what the what the ulterior motive behind some of their actions are. And this one taking the taking the gin and uh, you know bagging her up and sending her on to somewhere else instead of killing her. Yeah, instead of killing her. So I mean, I know that I I have that. I have the I don't trust them, but I also just don't like them. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I I'm not. I don't. Like they don't really interest me, um, and and yeah, it's like Dean's like I don't trust them. It's like well, I trust you, Dean. So, so if you say they can't, they shouldn't be trusted. I'm I'm on board. I'm with you. So, you know. Well, it's like I don't trust them, and I don't like them, and I also don't care about them because I don't think they're going to stick around that long. I mean, I could be wrong, but I kind of feel like these people are going to be here for a few episodes, and then we're going to find out that they're really dastardly, and then they're going to like disappear. You know they'll be defeated and then they're gone. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of so, wonder if they're. Uh, I, I wonder if they're like, because uh, I mean, obviously Samuel was able to make a make a, a vaccine or whatever for the uh, for their for their poison, 
but an antidote for their poison. But I don't think that's what that was about. Bagging the the one up and sending her on. I I, I almost feel like is there like some uh, is there some rich guy building a menagerie of creatures or something or uh, or uh, some uh, some government agency that's collecting monsters and making them harmless or uh, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's the initiative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that would be interesting, I guess. I was serious. I mean, about, about as interesting as the initiative was. I was. I was more serious about the first one than the second one, but I, I kind of improvised the second one as I was talking about it. But <laughs> uh, yeah. So, but I, yeah. So that's my that's my current operating theory is that they're collecting the collecting the monsters for somebody else that isn't that isn't. I mean, I, you know, it's not for their own purposes. And that also right. has to do with a conversation that happens in another episode with Sam. So, yes. All right. Has everybody hit their low points? Uh, no, so. I haven't. Um, oh. Go ahead. I also don't like the Campbells, <laughs> but that's my next low point. So, <laughs> for this one, I'm going to say uh, just the parting at the end of the episode where Dean and Sam sort of. You know, split ways and decide they're going to stay apart and it's just like that's not what the show's about it's not what i want to see and i really hate that they anytime they split up for you know a little while i just i don't like it so so your high point was the bro hug and the low point is the is the split up yeah pretty much all right <laughs> i will say as like a as, episode <laughs> as, as, as like a runner up to um my little point was like I the pacing for this episode is a little is a little wonky because we it like it takes almost half the well actually yeah it takes half the episode before like we actually start getting to the meat of things and things start like kicking in because like yeah in that in that first half like there's a lot of just Dean doing his thing kind of wandering around like there's that whole section where he He's outside. He hears a noise and he goes to investigate. And like we'd spend a good like I don't know three minutes or so of just him wandering in that in that derelict building. Yeah. And it's like yeah I know it's only a couple of minutes, but it's like those are those are crucial minutes we need, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah, and I don't I I I uh, I almost wish that the uh, that what he was what he was doing in that derelict building like had. More, more it mattered. More, yeah, yeah, more, well, I mean, yeah. whether whether it mattered or not, whether it whether didn't pay it, off. Like, it, yeah, I just wanted it to have more of a reason, like more of a like like Dean thinks it's a this, so that's why he's going into the building and he's seeing signs of the this that he's looking for, rather mm-hmm. than just there's some ripped up stuff and maybe some blood and I'm looking. wasn't wasn't enough of a reason for him to be looking, I guess. So, but then again, he didn't right. have anyone to talk to and say these things to. So yeah, I mean, it ended up being that he was just he was. The gin had already gotten to him, and he was he, he was hallucinating all that exactly. stuff anyway. But, exactly. Yeah. But I, kind of, I literally watched. Yeah. I literally watched this episode on Sunday, and I forgot that a gin was evolved in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a few of them in there. I watched it yesterday, yeah. and I just now remembered that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, like I said, yeah, like, like it's not the most memorable episode. <laughs> it's really not. Yeah. Uh, so, anybody have any quotes for this episode? Uh, I just have one. Uh, see, all me. Uh, man, that was nasty. Yeah, because he drank the the holy water, the, with the salt water, yeah. salt, 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 salted holy water. Mm. Yeah, or was it just salt water? I can't remember. I think it was just salt water. I've got uh, TV's broken. There's plenty of Reader's Digest. Just don't touch the decor, okay? Assume it's all loaded. <laughs> Uh, I'll go with a little conversation um, between Sid and Dean. 
where Sid says, Dean, is that a gun? No, well, yeah, I got a permit for it. What, to shoot the Glickman's dog? I thought that was a possum. Remember when I said I was in pest control? Well, possums carry rabies. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, possums kill, Sid. <laughs> I don't oh, and uh, the other thing I noticed about Sid, I, I looked up Sid because I was like, I, I'm pretty sure he's not coming back around as Sid because he's pretty pretty darn dead looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name, I think, now, I, now I'm going to get it wrong because I didn't write it down, but it's Robert Porter, I think. I believe is the actor's name. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's a solid Vancouver area actor. He's uh, appeared also on Arrow, and uh, he was in the pilot of uh, Harsh Realm. And, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, and he was, uh, he was in the episode Syzygy of, uh, of X-Files. Oh. Which I imagine Those are deep cuts. I imagine he's pretty young in Syzygy, probably. Right. I would assume so. Hard to say Syzygy, even if you're... Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you're, if you're not halfway into a beer, maybe that's maybe that's, that's what I was saying. Three quarters now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, who wins? Who wins? Who loses this episode? Uh, who wins, basically? And I personally am going to say Dean. I, I as corny as it is, and as much as he might have missed out over the past year, he seemed to be, you know, in a decent place where he was safe and everything. So uh, I'm going to go with him winning. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say Dean. It's just all, almost sort of a default thing just because, like, well, he did get what he wanted. He was doing okay. Yeah. And, hey, look, his brother's alive, so. And, I mean, it, it is it is somewhat something that they kind of built into the latter half of Season 5. It really, I never really felt, like, over Seasons 1 through 4 that Dean was looking for a family and a, and a place to settle down. But it really seemed like over the course of season five, he kept saying, "Oh, wasn't that mm-hmm. nice? Wouldn't that be nice to be in in a in one place in a house?" And yeah, over the course of season five, he and he and Sam were meant to trade places, basically. Mm-hmm. I have a sort of character opinion about that whole thing. They they talk about that a lot. The you know, sort of this idea that you know, if we had different lives, if circumstances were different, uh, if we could you know find a way to retire, then we would love to just you know, have a normal apple pie life. I think that's uh, words I shouldn't say on a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They, they're just, that's not who they are. It's, it's never been who they are. And every time they say that, every time they fantasize about that, like um, they're sort of deluding themselves. I don't think that either one of them would really be happy uh, because they are hunters. Yeah. I mean, it was a weird thing for deep because it's like, Okay, well, like they they defeated Lucifer and put him back in his cage, but like that doesn't necessarily mean that like there are no more monsters. Like it was right. weird for Dean to like I know he made a promise to Sam, but it's still weird for him to just and I'm done. Like I mean I know there are other hunters out there, but if if you know if all it took was like oh there are other people to handle this sort of thing, then then why even why even go on you know to begin with like. You'd think they would have hung it up a long time ago. Like, oh, there are other hunters. We're fine. Right. Uh, I'll say Dean. Why not? That works for me. Yeah, I'm. I'm going with Dean. I picked Dean. I have no idea why I did that, but I as, did. As, I wrote it down. As John said, sort of a default. Uh, yeah, I don't know why I did it. <laughs> I have reasons, but I don't want to say them just yet. I want to yeah. see. Too soon. What comes out of the next couple episodes, <laughs> as far as discussion goes? 
Well, I'm not entirely convinced that Sam is Sam. I'm not either. Ooh. Like he might be a demon or something? Yeah. yeah. Dancing or, or demon. Or Satan hmm. just, like, walking around in a Sam suit. Oh, you think he might be Lucifer himself? It could be. I don't know. Could it be Satan? Could, could, it, be, it, be could it be Could it be Satan? Satan? <laughs> oh, Isn't that special? Well, who wants to rate first? I'll go first. Okay, you go next. You go. I thought I'll it was next. super boring and I could barely remember it, and it's dumb. Two out of ten sizzies. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> All right. I, uh, I, 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 again, the Scooby gang was okay for me, but apparently nobody else liked it. So. <laughs> <laughs> we know how this is going to go. Um, so I gave it, um, four out of ten awesome fruit bowls. Did you guys see that fruit bowl? It was beautiful. No, I missed it. They like, yeah, they hmm. kept showing it over and over again. It- oh yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. The one that was like, it was almost like a, like a mesh thing. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah. It's all right. Uh, I I thought it was a little weird that they changed the rules on the gin. Although you know it, the original rules of how the uh, how a gin works is would make it a little hard to tell a new story. Uh, Sam being you know just plain old just oh I'm back uh, was kind of disjointed feeling, not necessarily in a good off you know it, it felt off and not in a good way. Uh, and I didn't like the Campbells like I said earlier, so I'm going to give it uh, five badass pilgrims out of ten. On the Millefield Flower. <laughs> um, yeah, like I said already, like this episode was nothing special for me and actually kind of forgettable. Um, so I'm going to give it a four out of ten Yorkies. Penny. <laughs> um, this episode just doesn't do much for me. I like you know seeing the brothers back together again. Glad, really glad Sam's not in hell anymore, but... It just, everything feels so off and strange and stilted. And, you know, part of that's intentional, but part of it's just the show scrambling to find its footing. Yeah, we should point out, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, that uh, they brought in a whole mess of new writers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they have to learn what they're doing. Before and it really shows. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to take So, me. sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, not, not, not a big one on my list of favorites at all. Um, I'm going to give it 5 out of 10 loaded decorative choices. <laughs> so this episode got a 4 right. from all of us. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and that's probably about right. You know, not quite average. So this is the point where especially our experts, but also anybody else, if there's something else that got missed in the general discussion that, that, that is something that seems of interest or note can be mentioned... I noticed one thing, and I'm curious. Has there always been an executive producer named Robert Singer on the show? Yep. Yes. That's where the name comes from, Bobby Bobby Singer. Is this something that you pointed out to us before, or is this just something I've noticed just, yes. for, just for the first time? No, I, I, it has been mentioned before. All right. Okay. I noticed Bobby. The, I noticed at the very end of the episode, I was like, Robert, wait, huh? <laughs> yep. Speaking of Bobby, was anybody else, like, really mad at him for, you know, just keeping this whole Sam's Alive thing a secret for a year? Hi. Yes and no. I've... I mean, how many times has Dean spoken to Bobby in that time? Yeah. I mean, it's like, it was, yeah, it's, one, really of, at it's all, one of those but... things where, like, I can see where both are coming from. Like, I like I get why 
Dean is mad. He has every right to be. Yeah. But then I also get why Bobby did it. I mean, so. yeah, I, I think it would be a little bit more egregious if it was like, a, well, I talked to you every three days and you never mentioned it over the entire year. Right. Right. I get his reasoning, but it's it's bad reasoning. Like, no, sorry, that was that was bad quality. It is, it is not. It is not. Uh, not entirely. Like I wouldn't. You know, Dean Dean's thinking wasn't like, oh, fair enough. You're forgiven, and I understand that that feeling. So yeah, I would be like, okay, but no. <laughs> <laughs> not cool, Bobby. Not cool. All right. Well, are we ready to put to to Put a stake in this one and move to the next. Yep, uh, next up, let's go. Yeah, I, I think oh. so because, like I said, this right. one's not not Move that great, So, all right, let on. us know, John. What's 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 next here? All right, next we have season six, episode two, two and a half men. Sam and Dean are suddenly forced to care for a shape shifting baby and protect it from the father. <laughs> God, this was a bunch of crap. Did you notice the way I said baby? (laughs) The high point, I'm going to go with, I liked that grandma demon that tried to steal the baby at the grocery store. (laughs) She was pretty badass, wasn't she? She was, and I wish she would have taken it. (laughs) (laughs) Because then no more baby, no more episode. Exactly. Well, I, I, I've got to say that uh, I, I don't have a thing against babies in television shows. I kind of like the baby comic relief element. Out of the whole, out of the whole darn thing, I think that's what I liked as my high point was just, just the, uh, oh, we got a baby. We don't, hardly know what we're doing with the baby, but uh, I liked, enjoyed that. It's, Do you remember it's, that feeling, Paul? I know it's old hat in terms of. <laughs> I, I know as a as a comedic premise, it's old hat, and they even bring up the uh, sexist trope. I think they call. But it still I think they, works. I think one of the guys calls the other guy Gutenberg at some point, which is uh, you know yep. uh-huh. playing against one of the uh, one of the more famous uh, American men and a baby French remakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um, you know that 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 first baby. Um, I think my I think the best part was I kind of like the baby's acting. Like I kind of I kind of like some of the faces he made. You know, I was like, all right, this baby this. It's like, it's like I don't hate the baby. Like I like you know it's it's not like the it's not personal. Like, I don't, like so. the presence of a baby, not the baby itself. Exactly. So uh, so I was like, oh, that baby's cute. <laughs> baby makes me laugh. Um, for me, I I liked um, I liked it when the baby shape shifted because babies do that. They like yeah, they're like they'll, they'll find a way to shift up the wall. And they can, yeah, they can totally shoot up a wall if they wanted to. And, and it was just like, I know this. I've been there. Well, I love, I love that, like, like, up to this point, our knowledge of shapeshifters have been, like, they just kind of just schlep the, the the skin off and they, and they change shape. Right. But, like. This one exploded, well, and he was a, a different baby. baby. Of yeah. course, it's going to. That's what they do. They explode. <laughs> Nothing's ever subtle. <laughs> it is not subtle. No. There's the supernatural uh-huh. wiki summary that I looked at said that he that he changed to the to the baby on the diaper box. Yeah, that was yes, that was yeah. what I got. I wasn't to, clear on that when I was watching. He had but. he didn't have any other babies to relate to, to. Reference, yeah. That was the only <laughs> one, so he became. Yeah, the, if you if you pay close enough attention, that like the camera does like. 
they they make a point to like have it in the shot yeah. a lot. Uh, and I think at one point, like Dean even turns and looks at it. Yeah, he does in the story. The baby, looks at the baby so. on the package. Yeah. So. So, there you go. Baby. Baby. As, <laughs> has everyone had a high point? No. Um, oh. baby is actually my high point too, but it's the baby the car at the end of the episode getting her out of the corner and out from under that cover and back on the road where she belongs yeah that was nice it Very feels good. like like uh you know finally finding a little bit of footing again all right so everybody ready to to crap on parts of the episode then oh yes here comes the baby crap uh, yeah it, just the fact that it is a baby episode is what i <laughs> Honestly, like it's it's I it's just a thing with me or I'm just like, you know, like I had a huge problem with like almost that entire season of Angel where it's just like, oh, great. There's a baby, (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, like I just got this. It's just it feels so like desperate where just the writers are scrambling. It's like, what do we Oh, How would Sam and Dean react to a baby? You know? I'm like, oh, and of course, oh, they're men, so they don't know what the hell they're doing. And it's like, well, at least Dean's like, oh, he's had some experience, so he knows a little bit. And it's like, well, like, yeah, I guess. But like, I just, it, it's never fun for me. Like, I'm never just like, you know what this is, you know what this is missing? This is missing a baby. Let's throw a baby in the mix. And that's like, uh, that's never fun for me. So I'm just like, okay, great. <laughs> it feels like any sitcom from the 90s. Yeah. Like ever. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. I, I guess for me, I was I was like, you guys are going to try and raise that thing on your own, Scooby Gang? I don't think so. That really bothered me. I thought that that was a very bad plan. Made me angry at the Scooby Gang. I thought you liked the Scooby Gang. Well, not when they try to raise <laughs> shapeshifter babies, all right? It's a bad plan. Just bad plan all around. Don't do it. Okay, and what? Uh, by the end of the episode, I got a little confused. By the end of the episode, where is the baby? The shapeshifter got him. The shapeshifter did get the baby in the end. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Took him away. But in the end, like, like, okay, like, why didn't the shapeshifter deserve to have the baby the whole time? It's his baby. Because well, they killed the mom to get it, though. Yeah. It's pretty shitty. Because um, well, because the yeah, because their whole their whole thing, Sam and Dean, their whole thing was this kid has a chance. Well. They didn't want the kid being raised to be a monster, so they were just like, "Don't send it with the with the monster parents." Um, but then the hunters were like, "We'll raise it," and they didn't like that either because it's like, "Well, you're that's still sending it with bad people." <laughs> <laughs> Not exactly parents, exactly. Yeah. Well, because I love that. Like, um, what's the grandfather's name? Samuel. Samuel, thank you. I can't believe I big Sam. <laughs> um, yeah. Samuel was just like, hey, Parker Lewis, want a baby? Because, yeah, like, oh, yeah, you just give him a baby. Don't have no idea if he has, you know, if he's good at it or not. Like, here, have a baby. Well, that's what I did to poor Paul. What? I I, I knew it was coming a little little bit ahead of time. Well, yeah, you had a a moment, but you didn't really know. You didn't really know what it was going to be like, did you? I had time to prepare. Did you really? Were you prepared? Well, I didn't like handle did you other babies that time? or anything. Did you, you know? did you use that time wisely? Well, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, but still not. Still not. Hey, by the way, here's a baby. Well, no, it wasn't quite like that, but almost. 
Uh, my low point was just the, uh, I mean, and I know that, that uh, there's probably different kinds and everything, but the, just the, the shifter storyline is always different. You know, the first shifter said that he was... Uh, that he was uh, ignored, and then you know, find, found that shifting, uh, you know, you know, to some to be someone else uh, was a defense mechanism or whatever. I can't remember exactly what that whole storyline was, but then, yeah. But we've had other shifters, and they've all had they, they've all had seemed to have different origins, and now this one seems to have. There's a there's like a a a prime a, a, an alpha shifter and some other beta shifters and baby shifters, and <laughs> it got a little muddled for me. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was weird that's like the the one the alpha shifter like decides to make itself look like Samuel, but it's like, okay, but how did it know how to dress exactly like Samuel? Yeah, well, and, the, and the, there's that, and then there's the, the, there was that that whole other thing. Like the alpha, the like the alpha, the alpha shifter can apparently just like change its clothes as well as its physical appearance. Yeah, the other, yeah, there was the other thing about the, the shifters in this one that was that was as opposed to the original. The original one. He actually like kidnapped and had some kind of psychic connection to the person that he shifted to. Yeah, and like shed its skin and all that stuff. And this one, th- this one was able to just like become a cop and just I guess, like, and, and then just be, know, and just, just like have the skills, have the skills of a cop right away and yeah. that kind of thing. I, I didn't see him like psychically bond to a cop. He just kind of became Terminated. one. Here's a here here's a possible uh, continuity error. Like if the baby is also a shapeshifter. Why didn't it? Why didn't the the thing with the eyes show up on the camera when they were in the store? Mm. Well, they weren't looking at the baby, were they? Yeah, but you would think that, like, if they noticed it on the woman, that they would notice it on the baby because the baby wasn't the baby also in the shot. Yeah, because she was holding it. She was holding the baby. I guess glowing eyes only appear after puberty in shapeshifters. <laughs> Okay, but you clearly just pulled that out of your ass. <laughs> yeah. Well, just like the writers pulled this out of their ass. Yeah. So right. Well, it's better than leaving it in. <laughs> I'll allow it, but I ain't happy. It'll get worse in there if you're not careful. It could. Yeah. It could get worse if it's it left in there. Get, get infected. Yeah. So we were talking about this a little bit before we um, started recording, and... I told John that I had to watch this almost entirely on mute with just the subtitles on because I could not stomach, like, just randomly for no reason. There's just, like, screaming. I was like, this is horrible. Like, they weren't even showing the baby, and there's just screaming. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the second baby was especially grating for some reason. Like, it just, it just, it had a higher pitch. Then it was just like, oh, God, please stop. <laughs> Because I had, I was watching this with, uh, I have earbuds from my iPhone, and uh, and I'm just like, ow. <laughs> it's, like, it's just like, it's like this episode is worth a thousand condom commercials, like just. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like it's like our it's like our friend uh, Dan, uh, redhead Dan, the you know which Dan I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, when we were, went out for pizza with him one time, when there was a baby just absolutely screaming at the next table, and he was like. Life, what a beautiful choice. <laughs> that was a funny moment. All right, where are we at? Uh, we're at, uh, assuming everyone has has expressed their 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 appealing appe- opinions of the lows. We are up to quotes. Oh, I've got a quote. You do? Yeah. Ready? Da 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lullaby. 
I was afraid that I was afraid you were gonna scream. Like a baby. <laughs> I was too. I was like, oh, Darcy. I did it. I did it myself. That was a quote. It was a real one. It was a quote. Well, we're on Skype. You can mute her. <laughs> um, you know what? I got a few here. Go. Uh, somebody else go. Congrats. It's a boy. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, aren't you just the best disguise a monster ever wore? <laughs> Dean, no offense, but if you don't walk out that door right now, I'm going to shoot you. Okay, so we either we've either we've got monsters grabbing babies to make baby stew, or we've got a bunch of psychotic yokels grabbing babies to make baby stew. Either way, it's baby stew, which is bad. <laughs> Give me the baby before I stab you in the neck. <laughs> Not every hunter is a head case. I mean, Samuel's actually a lot like you. I'm a freaking head case. Truth. <laughs> Welcome to the party, Gutenberg. <laughs> I didn't steal the quote. I just mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> all right. Uh, who wins this thing? I put no one wins. I put no one wins. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with neither. Well, oh. It's a baby. Nobody wins. You yeah, but. Don't. There's no winning. No, but I was thinking about the end because, like, Dean is back out on the road with his with his car. No, see that's no. see that's the that's the baby I like. Yeah, yeah. Nobody I said Dean wins because Sam is getting a little creepy. Uh, there at the end of the episode, he was Yeah. almost was like trying to default, manipulate Dean into leaving. <laughs> like yeah, it was it was really creepy, so. Yeah, I had, I my my exact details on neither when I wrote it down was that Dean spends a lot of the time worrying over Ben and Lisa. And I'm not entirely certain that uh, that Sam and the Campbells are entirely on the level. That's what I wrote. I think I'm going to stick with neither. Yeah, nobody question. for me. What? Yes. Okay, when they were in the store buying baby supplies, they bought a tube of butt paste. Yes, Boudreaux's is butt that, paste. Is that actually a real brand? Yes, <laughs> that is. Boudreaux's butt paste. It yep. is actually, that, that is product placement for Boudreaux's butt, butt paste. Yep. Okay. I don't know if I've just never seen it because Texas, or if it's just been that long since I had a baby. We've got relatives. Could be two uh, things. We've got relatives <laughs> named Boudreaux without the X, so that's uh, something that we noticed right away. And it's also something that I believe I received. It was, uh, yeah, it was one of the one of the baby shower gifts. Yeah. I don't know if we particularly liked it. That one doesn't work. It doesn't have enough zinc in it. Yeah. You have to have the stuff that's almost all zinc. Mm -hmm. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I changed my nephew's diaper once, and I was I was nervous during the whole thing because I just did, I didn't want to hurt him. Well, my sister was like, yeah, "He's fine. Don't worry about it. It's it's okay." Yeah. Like, and I'm just I'm all just like being super delicate with him, and she's like, "No, no, it's cool." And I was like, "I've I've held him a million times. Like he yeah. like he always had anytime they needed him to go to sleep and he didn't want to do it. Like they would just hand him to me and he would fall asleep in my arms immediately for some reason. But like." Changing his diaper, I was just like, "Oh god, oh god, oh god!" And well, it's, it's like, really, it he's, go you're not going to hurt him at any minute. Yeah, it can go off at any minute. That's one thing you got to know. When, when you got him on the changing table and the diaper's off, it, it, that's a. Oh, I didn't even. Ticking. I didn't even think about that. Well, like, I was, you got lucky, sir. I, I did. I did. Yay me! You got to learn to dodge. Um, so I feel like I have to mention that Boudreaux's butt paste is a New Orleans company, and I can apparently visit their factory. If okay. I so chose. Oh, wow. times, trip. Yeah. yeah Just nice looked it up. There we go. Nice mm -hmm. yeah. 
so who, what, what, was, what does the spreadsheet end up saying? It's a tie. Okay. Okay. Mm. I have a rating. Yeah, are you ready to rate? I am. Okay. I have a... Uh, Let's do it. It was all right. It wasn't great. Uh, I laughed about the baby stuff. Um, I gave it four tubes of butt paste. <laughs> Did you have that written uh, already? Hey, four there tubes it is. Butt, butt paste. paste. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I feel basically the same way. Like, it was just like, yeah, I guess. There's a baby. Baby's kind of funny, I guess. That's pretty much it. So I'll give it five out of ten baby wipes. I've got, uh, I wrote down that it was a little goofy, not entirely in a bad way. Uh, there's probably varieties of shifters out there, and they can, of course, play the everything's different since the apocalypse card to hand wave away all the inconsistencies anyway, but uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm just going to give it a six out of ten molting infants. Molting infants. <laughs> molting. <laughs> Annie. Um, okay, this one, it's it's trite, but it's still kind of fun to watch the guys pretend not to know how to, you know, handle a baby. Um, it's kind of funny. The alphas are an interesting concept. Um, it's never really been discussed before, like, where monsters come from. Um, or, you know, where they came from in the first place. The the idea that, you know, God created them is a little strange but it's it's never been discussed like where did they come from so i like the concept of alphas um but other than that it's you know there's not really much to it it still feels very much like filler and please get to the point now so i'm gonna give it a five out of ten little monsters all right lady gaga reference there (laughs) yeah so uh, I hated it. I thought it was trash, and I gave it a zero <laughs> out of ten. Baby, um, yeah. Like, if you want me to hate something, just put a baby in it. Like, I understand <laughs> that people need to reproduce, and I like. I'm all about alternative lifestyles, but it's not for me. I don't want to have any part of it, and I find the whole like just unnecessary screams on TV annoying. So that gives this episode a four out of ten. So it's the same as the last one. Consistent. Is there anything to add on in our whatever section at the end, or uh, odds and ends? Um, I've got a couple of just random notes. Uh, I think I actually covered most of them already, but it's really cute to me how um, Ben like really looks up to Dean and really wants to be like him, and he's curious about you know getting into his stuff and guns because he's curious about Dean, and obviously that's a terrible thing, but. You know, it's um, at least getting into the guns is a terrible thing. <laughs> but you know, um, it's it's really sweet the bond that that they have. Um, yeah, that and was Lisa's nice. really great at the end of this episode. Yeah, the like whole... she's oh, yeah, incredibly this... understanding. Yeah, in this episode, didn't they have that scene at the at the foot of the stairs? I thought that was a really uh, good scene. Um, yeah, I gotta say, like the thing with with Ben. Like, I totally get where Dean's coming from, and I actually kind of agree with, with how he handled it. But at the same time, like, I feel like it would make sense to just, like, give Ben some knowledge. Just, like, for just, you know, knowledge is power. Like, it's good for him to, like, know a couple of things, just skill-wise to, like, if he ever was in a jam. Um, I don't know. It's like... It's like how much do you how much do you like keep him 
Because I understand like he doesn't want him to like have that life. Okay, yeah, don't don't be a hunter. Great, that's great advice. But like, there are monsters out there, so like it would be good to like know how to defend yourself. Well, I mean, and even aside from that, I mean, the just just the just the whole if you are going to if if you are going to be a household that has children and guns, then the children should learn about guns. About the yeah, about yeah, like more, more than just don't ever talk safety to and how, yeah, how to it, yeah, it's 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 just a safety issue. Not mm-hmm. that we have that in our home, but we don't have yeah, we don't have firearms in our house, and we sort of because we I talk, wouldn't I mean, know what to do with them. Yeah, and, and our best instruction to the kids are if you're ever at someone's house and they say, hey, check out this gun. You should either yeah. say you know put it away or leave. You know, I mean, just leave immediately. It is because it is statistically more likely that. that it is statistically more likely that you would hurt yourself uh, with a gun in the house than than you know being in a situation where you would have to protect yourself, for, you know, from an yeah, intruder. Or something. Okay, we are talking about me here. This would be a very so, bad place. So it's so it's better. So I feel it's better off to just not have the gun. Yes. That, yeah, that's just. But, and it's yeah. and it's funny saying that being that I live in Texas, but that's just how I feel. Well, I grew up with so my dad had guns for work and I watched him clean them and I knew they existed, but I have never in my entire life touched a gun and I would never ever want to. And I feel pretty good about that. Um and I just like people can make whatever choices they want like in their life, but even just knowing they were like in my house growing up like terrified me. Like I as have, a little girl, I thought it was so scary. Yeah, I have I have held a gun before, and uh, there was one point where uh, actually Annie's husband uh, Colin invited me to 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 go to a shooting range, um, and I was like, "Me? You want me to hold a gun?" <laughs> um, <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fun." And I'm like, "I okay," but then I think somehow like we didn't end up going or something, but like I think we got rained out or something, but like. It was just a weird. I was like, "What you want? What?" <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> yeah, I went out. I went out in the in the woods up uh, up north at our uh, my uh, grandma and grandpa's house with the creepy uncle and uh, shot the the twenty two rifle. Oh, uh, with Uncle Tommy. Uncle Tommy. Uncle Tommy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so, but yeah. So that that's that's about the extent of it. And uh, at one point, uh, Trav let me hold one of his handguns, and I was just like. Okay, I'm putting it down now. <laughs> thank, <Yeah>. thank you. <laughs> thank thank right. you for. I don't. I'm not exactly sure why you had me hold this, but I'm putting it down now. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is a bad plan. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> yeah. We have several guns, and I I know how to use all of them because you know, if you're gonna have it in the house, you should know how to use it. Exactly. Um, exactly. But I don't like them. I'm not a fan of guns. I could honestly go with getting rid of most of them. <laughs> Yeah. Right. But, you know, they're here. Colin likes them, so uh But we're we're not like big like shooters. We we go out maybe once a year. <laughs> we don't hunt. That's right. gross to both of us. So. Sure. Yeah, they're they're mostly just taking up space in the closet. Yeah. That's that's what cracks me up about you know, not to get off on a huge tangent, but like that's what cracks me up about people who 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 start freaking out about just the they just, they worry about oh they're, they're going to take my guns they're going to take my guns and it's like well, what do you do with them like they just sit there <laughs> collecting like you keep them in a safe or something like you don't like why do you care like you treat it like it's a toy that someone's going to take away and it's well, like you you only you only like want it you know because someone else does well, 
Well, <laughs> kind of. I mean, it's really is if if the world went to hell in a handbasket, which it the being able to have the right to to defend you know what you believe in what yeah oh i'm all for i'm all for like 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 constitutional rights like i have no problem with the second amendment like yeah right on but like just the like the way the way people treat it like it like a like a like they don't understand that it is also a privilege and so they don't yeah. they don't it's like they also they also don't have respect for it like they treat it like it's this like this this thing they're entitled to right right and it's like well I, you I, don't yeah. have a constitutional right to have you know to have a, a death machine and as many of them as you can buy in your house i just i don't right. i don't like I also, that at all yeah i also the, don't the understand like, the people's need to like to like arm themselves to the teeth mm-hmm. like look one or two i understand but like it's like I have twelve. I have twelve guns. It's like, look, unless they're up on a wall, then you know, what are you doing? <laughs> the, the attitude with which you own them is is the issue. I think. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I hate yes. gun culture. Right. If yeah. you have it, because hey, you know, sometimes we like to go and you know do target practice, or hey, yeah, you know, we like to go and hunt a deer and eat the, the meat or you know, hunt pheasant or whatever, you know, I can, I can totally support those things, but to have it to defend your blah, 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 blah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and again, like I said, like, like defend from what, because it is, it is statistically way more likely that like, like having that gun in your house, you'll just end up hurting yourself than, than actually, or someone else in your family than actually defending yourself from a legitimate threat. If you think about it, what chance would Paul Mackey and I have with we had like a whole arsenal in this house? What chance would we have of like defending ourselves against our government? We wouldn't. We'd be dead. In a second. <laughs> that's yeah. that's, the, that's the other thing that tickles just... me about that about that culture yeah. is people think You're like not you know defend yourself. Against yeah, the I'm government. gonna. And it's like <laughs> it's not it's gonna like, You understand the government has like tanks and nukes and crap like that, know, and just and just like more a, people. A, like it's a just. Drone. And they'd like fly it in the window. I'd be like, it's like oh, well, no. this isn't Red Dawn, okay? Like, and you're not the Wolverines, so stop it. Exactly. I think yeah. it should be, you know, I think it, it's personal, perfectly reasonable to expect it to be as, you know, difficult and regulated to, to get a gun as it is to drive a car. Sure. Like, you should have to take the training and get the license and renew the license from time to time, make sure that. It's like, it's like people with like, like, uh, mental. Uh, disorders, yeah. like that's now considered a pre-existing condition, and therefore you can't <laughs> qualify for healthcare. But you can still buy a gun. You can they you made know? sure of that that's, really that's early good on? News, there. right? Yeah. Like, or, or but the thing is, me. if you have epilepsy and you you can't have a driver's license, did you know that? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you well, I guess you can Certain have types, epilepsy, but, but if you've had an, an episode in mm. a certain amount of time, you can't have a driver's license. And you know why? Why? Because it's dangerous. Dangerous. Yes. Imagine oh. that. <laughs> a car with epilepsy. Oh, okay. Uh, hey, are we ready to move on to the third episode of the night? The last episode of the night. <laughs> Do it. Let's yeah. uh, let's strike up the zither and ask John what the next episode is called. All right. The next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Season six, episode three: The Third Man. While the angels in heaven are fighting a civil war in the absence of God. 
Castiel needs the Winchester's help to find Balthazar on Earth. And of course, the third man is also shares the title of a uh, a uh, classic noir film that yes. uh, had a soundtrack composed mostly, if not entirely, of zither music. Oh, okay. Oh, that's why you brought that up. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna say, you guys, I let you down on this one. I kind of watched it, but kind of missed most of it. Well, do you kind of so, have a high point? Um, I said, hey, Kaz is back! Yay! Yeah. That's my high point. That's good. That's all I got. <laughs> I have um, a very definite, very shallow high point. Go for Ooh, it. Go ahead. Oh, Sam's workout. <laughs> ah. Fair enough. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, wish I could my high that. point is I like that um, Sam apparently uses the services of sex workers. There you go. Uh, my personal high point, I like I like the heck out of Balthazar. And I hope we yeah. get to see him a bunch more. I hope that's not the last of him. Yeah, Balthazar's fun. Um, my high point uh, is, is kind of a tie. Um, I really liked the gore and makeup effects in this episode. I thought they were really top-notch. Um, like, I mean, you know, like the gore's always been pretty good in this show, but like it just it feels like they like I think I think with like the like the look of the show, you know, being bumped up a little bit or, or seemingly that way. And then like the gore effects in this episode, like I'm I'm thinking like maybe they got a bigger budget this year. Um, so or the season. So, yeah, I really like the gore effects, but also I liked that this episode doesn't have the Campbells in it. <laughs> it's just it's it's back to basics it's all about sam dean and castiel and 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 this episode is also like like we're finally getting like into like like arc stuff for this season i'm like yay so and we've got i mean and i mean it's not my personal high point but we've got the guys you know out on a case yep Guy, guys out on a case castiel's back with them mm-hmm Yep. I mean, it's it is a high point for me. It's not it was not the one I chose, but yes. It definitely felt more like an act, like just like a regular episode. Yeah. yeah. This episode was written by Ben Edlund, and you can really tell. Oh yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, but meanwhile, still some things are not good. What's what's not good? I put my low point is Dan. This is so boring. <laughs> I did. I, yeah. I was I was doing laundry and like walking around the house and I'm really and it also could have been I tried to watch all three at once and I guess maybe I just don't have an attention span for a full on binge. Yeah, yeah. I might not be able to do that. I've never binged anything. Too much supernatural at once. Well, I just don't think maybe I can binge. I might not have that ability. Ah. Uh, well, you get to the end. So of- for me, I like I, I think I felt the opposite. I don't think I could have taken these by themselves. Like the second episode was like so egregious to me that like I, it was only made bearable by the fact that I had the third one to like watch immediately <laughs> so that like, I could get this over it. with. Okay. Yeah. But I'm a wow. I'm a hardcore binger. I just don't like even things that are on now. Like I tried watching Jane the Virgin real time, and I was like, eh, forget it. I'm gonna wait and binge the entire season <laughs> when it's out. I just can't do this. Yeah, I've got. Yeah, I mean, I've got, I've got uh, what, what, like, like twelve flashes to watch and nine Riverdales and. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, you know, I'll do that. I'll save up a whole bunch of stuff, but I, 
I you still get don't to get... a point. I'm just like, oh my god, I'm never getting through that. That is just that I am never finishing that thesis. I'm done. Well, sometimes, you don't, yeah. Sometimes you don't make it to the end. I mean, you have a hard time making it to the end of a, a particularly long movie if it's not, uh, yeah, like riveting. I just don't yeah. have that kind of attention. I guess. Well, now that because of uh, the nature of Netflix um, and how they because they make their content specifically to be binged, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, like the structure of things and the way things right. are set up. And that's, and that's actually, um, that's my low point for this episode is that the pacing similar to the first episode where like, like, because like Balthazar like shows up like towards the end. Yeah. Really close to the end. Yeah. Like he's so, so he's in like, you know, two scenes at the end and it's like, Whoa, Hey, Hey, wait, let's <laughs> and they had lost me by then. I think I was putting stuff away in the closet. So, uh, well, my personal low point is not, you know, sometimes my low points are, are really, like, structural things that are seriously wrong with the episode or something like that. But in this case, I just didn't like the bugs. <laughs> and, and, that was and, mine. <laughs> and, not, uh, and not because they were not because they were similar to other bugs from previous uh, seasons, but uh, more, just, I didn't, didn't like them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, they, well, they were, they were uh, coming out of some dude's head. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. that's... That's pretty gross. Now, was that early on or was that yeah, really late? It was pretty early. Okay, so I because I did see that part. Because they had the they had they had the the plagues. But I think I think when he took off his hat, I was like, oh, for God's sake! And I think I left. I think that was, <laughs> I think that was the last drop. I didn't do it. Yeah, I left after. Yeah, that, that. was the, the hat. That was the bugs. Yeah, I don't know. Anybody else low low points? Have we hit everybody? I think we hit everyone. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Does anybody have any memorable quotes from this? I have several, and they're mostly Cass. I got some good ones. Go yeah, I got a full. Uh, Sam and Cass, hello, hello, hello. Uh, that is still the term. <laughs> <laughs> still driving the plastic piece of crap, huh? What's your mileage again? Shut up. <laughs> Well, let's give it a shot. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray to Castiel to get his feathery ass down here. I think we can rule out Moses as a suspect. <laughs> Were you racing me? No. I was kicking your ass. Very mature. <laughs> My car! Okay, silver lining. <laughs> Followed by bitch face. Sam T my people skills are rusty pardon me but I've spent the last year as a multi-dimensional wavelength of celestial intent (laughs) that's that's quite the mouthful of line to deliver too Mm -hmm. yeah I love the air quotes too yeah (laughs) kitty alright well um, any more quotes I may have not quite heard this right. I was sort of in a hurry at the end there, but did Balthasar actually say, hey, look at my junk? Yep. <laughs> sure did. Okay. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Well, uh, who, who wins this thing then? Hmm. You know, I put down Dean wins and I... I'm going with... I had neither. Oh, okay. I, I had Dean. I had I had Sam not winning because he's uh, he's being really closed mouth about his whole uh, hell experience thing, not communicating. It's because he's hiding something. 
Well, yeah, because he's not really Sam or something. something. <laughs> he's not all Sam. I'm going to say Dean because uh, he called on Castiel and he showed up. Yes, that's a big plus. Something that Sam claims he hasn't been able to do. Yeah. I still have to go with Dean. All right. Sean, did you answer? Yeah. I said Dean. What was it? I'm sorry. Because he called on Castiel and he showed up. Sorry about that. Dean wins. Yeah, sounds like Dean wins. You don't pay attention to me. There's That's a lot true. going on here, Sean. <laughs> There's a lot going on. <laughs> I was buying a new phone case online. Without Sorry. Even a beach. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who wants to rate first? I'll be honest, I don't have a rating. But I'll tell you, I'm giving it one nothing out of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> one nothing Damn! Out of nothing. Wow. <laughs> one nothing out of ten nothings? Because that's what I got out of it. Nothing. One nothing out of oh. ten nothings. Yeah. I see. You get what you put into something, there so. There you go. <laughs> hey, I got clean laundry. Woo! <laughs> hey, so you got something out of it. Yep. Um, I Yeah, like, this episode was a huge jump from the first two episodes, and it was written by one of the veteran writers, and you could really tell it makes all the difference. Uh, this episode was a lot of fun, um, and it had a lot more meat on it. Like, I, I cared more. So I'm going to give this one 8 out of 10 Halo Patrols. Uh, I agree with John. I thought this one was like way better than the last two. Like leaps and bounds. Like it actually felt like an episode. Yes. That Dean and Sam felt like Dean and Sam. Like it just made much more sense to me. So I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10 Hairless Apes. <laughs> oh, that's a line I missed. I believe the Hairless Ape has the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I like the I like the stolen artifact storyline. Maybe it's a uh, you know tickling my warehouse thirteen button or something. Uh, ah. um, I I do like uh, Balthazar and his his cheeky cheeky hedonism. <laughs> uh, I think it might have been fun to have a few more plagues. Although I looked over the plague plagues and I was like maybe not so much. I mean, death of the firstborn or uh, lice. Right. Frogs. Three day, frogs. Yeah, there I were like, no frogs. I liked the especially plump frog. I thought he was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, uh, all in all, I thought I th- there were a lot of elements that piqued my interest, and I didn't necessarily feel a full-on consistency, but it was definitely a lot better than than we've had so far. So, I'm going to give it a uh, a six out of ten, and I'm going to go ahead and because I haven't done it in a while, and and hey, it's a big plus. We'll give ca- give a Castiel bump and make it a. Uh, a, a seven out of ten. Um, uh, uh, plump frogs. Plump frogs. Crap! I didn't. I didn't come up with the system, did I? Well, I just gave <laughs> staffs, stolen staffs, uh, stolen artifacts. Why not? <laughs> um, I agree. This episode is so much better than the previous two. Um, it's starting to feel like supernatural again. Um, I am slightly tickled by the last two episode titles back to back where the last one was two and a half men. And this one's called the third man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just a little funny to me and cast automatically. My rating goes up when cast is in the episode. Uh, and Balthazar, I love Balthazar. It's always really good to see him. Even when he's being kind of a dick, he's just really <laughs> likable. Um, and it introduces one of the you know main season arcs with the angel power struggle in heaven. Uh, so it's a solid episode, and I'm going to give it seven and a half out of ten inappropriate air quotes. 
<laughs> so I guess I can uh, safely withdraw my suspicion of. Well, I hope we don't ever see. Him. I hope we. I hope we get to see him again. Okay. Oh shit! Is this the first time we've seen him? I'm so sorry. Yes. <laughs> sorry. Oh wow. Mm. Uh, this episode got a six point one. So clearly the winner of this season. Cool. So far. Some of so with, far, with room to grow. Some of us, seriously, it did not hold me. So sorry. Yeah. Um. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna put out a a a a, a post facto uh, call for feedback. I did not uh, I did not get one out ahead of time, but I'll, I'll go ahead and put one out there, and we'll we'll see if I can plop some in here. Hey guys. Oh, Thank you. Done. I think I believe Heidi said she's done. Oh yeah, Heidi's gone. <laughs> oh, that's right. She's not gonna watch any further. Well, she's 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 off getting married soon. So well, there's that too. But she's yeah, so cute. Yeah, but also she's one of the lucky ones not having to watch any. <laughs> uh, so that was feedback section. Uh, now it is time for John to tell us what's the assignment next time. The next assignment is our first Nubentary of the season, which will be season six, episode four, Weekend at Bobby's. Right, so... Uh, <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> they've, they've got to pretend right. that a corpse uh, is alive? Well, I guess so. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the literal interpretation. That but, is uh, the interpretation. But I think... I, so for this one... So for this one, we're going to be doing a Nubitary and then, like, a regular episode, right? Right. Yes. Right. Okay. Cool. Yeah, so this is going to be, like, old... old like, like Old times. Old times. Like, previous... previous like, times old times. Which, which, like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> you know, if we um, if we have a good pace uh, for this season, like we can we can bang this season out in like like a couple months. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the plan. Nice. And it kind of looks, it kind of sounds like seven might go the same way. But uh, go ahead, and let us know what you think. Uh, yeah. Whenever you get a chance, so we've got a uh, a Facebook group you can go to. Well, you know, if we keep up a good pace too, we could continue if if we if we maybe have a few more, you know, standalones. But right, grouping is not a bad plan. Yeah, clusters might go the same next time. So, uh, uh, thank you for listening. I think uh, I think uh, whatever. Hopefully, you can say that it hasn't has not been a cluster, but has been a cluster. <laughs> oh, so just, dumb. He winked his eye and put thumbs up at me. I'm just letting you know that. <laughs> yep, you married alive. him. So he's only alive. You made that decision, Darcy. Yep. I could have given you the double guns. I didn't give you the double guns. <laughs> he's saving him for later. You know that irritates me. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so that wraps up this episode. So uh, until next time, I'll say happy hunting. Bye. Happy hunting. Bye, everybody. You've been listening to Idgitcast from quadruplez.com. Join the discussion at facebook.com slash We love feedback. You can email us or send us an MP3 voice message. Please use the episode title as your subject line to prevent accidental spoilers. Our email address is idgitcastpodcast at gmail.com. The theme song for Idgitcast is by Borrowed Trouble. Find the band at borrowedtrouble.com. Lyrics and vocals by Idgitcast's founder, Allie Jones, who you can find out all about at imthewonderband.com. 
The closing music you hear right now is Too Good, written and performed by Jack Mangan and is used by permission. You can find other music, writings, and discussions by Jack, as well as back episodes of his own deadpan podcast at jackmangan.com. You can hear more from the hosts of this show. Yvette can be heard as one of the hosts of Investigating Mars, an intro cast for the TV series Veronica Mars, also available from quadruplez.com. John Pavlich can be heard on CastleCast, a fan cast for the ABC series Castle at castlecast.net, and his own Sofa Dogs podcast at sofadogs.libsyn.com. Now you can also watch the Sofa Dogs YouTube channel at youtube.com slash user slash sofadogs. Annie is currently acting as global coordinator for Can't Stop the Serenity, a worldwide series of charity screenings of Joss Whedon's Serenity, benefiting Equality Now. For more information on Can't Stop the Serenity, including event listings and how to host an event, visit www.cantstoptheserenity.com. Darcy and I can also be heard on the Ghostlight Podcast, an intercast for the television series Slings and Arrows, also featured on quadruplez.com. Quadruple Z.